0: It's the weekend, so relax and listen to some stories the whole family can enjoy. That's right, it's the Saturday Story Circle, here on the Mutual Audio Network.
1: The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. He's down at the end of the cell block, the last cell. You keep to the right. I put out a chair for you.
2: Ah, yes, that's very good. Thank you.
1: I'll be watching. You'll do fine. Remember to keep to the right. Out of reach. Don't get too close to his cell. Okay.
2: Okay. Good morning. Dr. Leonidas, I understand you have information about the identity of the chicken upper. May I speak with you?
3: Who are you? Where's the boy who hosts the podcast?
2: My name is Sarah. I work with Josh to produce the podcast. We decided that I would come so that Josh could keep following leads in Texas, sir.
3: That's rather slippery of you, Agent Starling. Who? Uh, t- I, I met Sarah. <laughs> Sit. Please. Now, the chicken napper. Naughty boy, that one. I hear he's been stealing chickens again.
2: He has. Do you know who he is?
3: Yes, I know him. He's a former patient of mine. Though, sadly, he left my care before I could administer the proper treatment for him.
2: Treatment? You mean performing an illegal lobotomy against his will?
3: careful, Sarah. I'm a patient man, but my patience has its limits.
2: Um, you mentioned you had certain conditions for revealing his identity?
3: I did. I want a room with a view. I wish to be transferred to the VA hospital in Oneida, New York, where I'll be provided with a larger cell with a view of the nearby woods and abundant access to books.
2: Well, I can speak with the Warren and see if they can do anything.
4: Get somewhere you can talk, quick.
2: Um, okay, I will go check on that for you and be right back. Yeah, Nova, what's the matter?
4: I just heard from Josh. He's been kidnapped. What? Uh, patch me through, quick!
2: Josh!
5: Yeah, Sarah. Hi.
2: Oh my God, are you okay?
5: Um, it's a fine okay.
2: What happened? Nova said you got kidnapped? Yeah.
5: I was walking back to my car when a van pulled up beside me. Door opened and before I could pay attention, someone jumped out and grabbed me from behind. Shoved a rag in my face that was soaked with some kind of chemical and I blacked out. I just woke up a little while ago, then I contacted Nova. Where are you? Right now, at the bottom of a well.
2: A well? What, with water?
5: No, this one's dry. I'm guessing it's in somebody's basement, because when I look up, I can see a tiny sliver of light through a crack in the floorboards way above me.
2: Can you climb out? No way. The well's
5: like 20 feet deep. And it's all smooth. There's nothing to grab or climb with. Oh, looks like he took all my gear. Except for my earbud. Oh, and the word trap. But, hmm, it kind of got knocked around. It's all scuffed up.
2: Does it still work?
5: I don't know. Let me see. Uh, I have a pet chicken.
0: Chicken. Already in archive.
5: It's a little banged up, but it sort of works. It's not gonna help me climb out of here, though.
2: Okay, just sit tight, Josh. We're gonna figure out how to find you and get you out of there.
1: Right. The yeah, the whole neighborhood. Why would you need that? If we can figure out where he parked, then we can find out who he last talked to. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay. What's on. that? I don't think I have enough
1: men to put on. It. Well, then get more manpower. Uh, I I don't want excuses, Johnson. No. No! I want results! Now move it! Nova, update.
4: Three separate rescue teams have already been mobilized and are on their way to Texas. Josh's last known location was just outside of San Antonio, so he couldn't be more than a two-hour drive. Also, one of our Word Scouts just found Josh's portable recorder. It was just laying on the side of a road in a residential neighborhood, west of San Antonio, near Pier Saul.
1: What about the GPS tracker on his word trap?
4: Still no luck. There's the greater San Antonio area. And even when I zoom out, there's no blip on the map that's coming from his word trap.
1: <sighs> Come on. Uh, you, you said he's in a basement, right?
4: Drywell in a basement. Yeah, boss.
1: Okay. Could that be blocking the GPS somehow?
4: Hang on. Agent Josh, this is Nova.
5: Go ahead, Nova.
4: You did say the word trap is with you, right? You're wearing it?
5: Yeah. It got pretty banged up, though.
1: <sighs> Great.
4: Okay. Thanks, Josh. We're working on it. Boss.
3: Boss.
1: Oh, Mr. Quigley. What kind of gadgets do we have that can track a missing agent? All teams have word trap uh, equipped with GPS tracking, but... No, Gamma Team's word trap is damaged. Their GPS isn't working. What else? What else? Nothing. Nothing? Only word trap, boss. But big problem we have. I know we have a big problem. No. Radiation field is back. What? A grogny hole in Cypher
3: radiation field at Ushla. Quickly, what are you talking about? No more hole in radiation. Ni South America, ni anywhere. People rioting in Mexico City. Minoga places. A check light TV.
1: Ah. <laughs> we don't have time for this right now. I have an agent out there who needs rescuing. We'll find him, boss. How? Quickly, are you sure there's not a single thing on Josh's gear that we use to track him, like an embedded chip or anything? Niot, boss. Then go invent something. Da, da, boss. I can't believe it. (sighs) Ah! Red farts. Try to
4: calm down, boss. You're stressed.
1: Of course I'm stressed. I've got an agent under duress on my watch, Nova.
4: Nova, this is Agent Sarah.
1: Go ahead, Sarah.
2: What should I do about Dr. Leonidas? He said he'll only give me his information if he's transferred to the VA hospital in New York.
1: Negative, Agent Sarah. The warden was explicit that Dr. Leonidas is a high-profile inmate and he's not to be transferred under any circumstances.
2: So what should I do? He's not going to give me the information otherwise.
1: Agent, you just do what every good spy does. Lie to him. Just tell him the warden approved the transfer. That should get him to spill the beans.
2: Copy.
3: Welcome back, Sarah. What news have you for me?
2: Uh, yeah, so, good news. The warden approved your transfer to New York.
3: Oh, no, 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 no. You were doing fine. You had been courteous and receptive to courtesy, and now you break my trust with this ham-handed fabrication? It won't do.
2: No, really, I talked to him, and he you said... why?
3: lie. I know for a fact the warden would never agree to transfer me from here, not under any circumstance. I only gave you that as a test, to see if you would be honest, to see if you would be sincere... Despite the cost, you failed. I did lie. Hmm.
2: I I did, but I only did it so I could save my... friend.
3: How noble. Goodbye, Sarah.
2: Please, he's been kidnapped, I I think by the chicken napper. I don't have any other way to find him.
3: You should have thought of that before you lied.
2: Please, give me another chance. Please.
3: You want another chance? Quid pro quo. That's Latin. It means something for something. Meaning I tell you things, you tell me things. Not about this case, though. About yourself.
2: About myself?
3: I've been a psychiatrist for 37 years. I've seen all the twistings and turnings of the human mind. All the wretched ways in which we lie. To each other. To ourselves. The rarest thing in all this world is a voice that speaks with perfect sincerity, free of all pretense, deceit, hypocrisy. So, quid pro quo, Sarah. I am offering you a psychological profile of the chicken napper in exchange for a perfect, sincere expression of something deeply personal to you, something you would never reveal to anyone else. Quid pro quo. Yes or no? Yes or no, Sarah? Um... Your friend is waiting. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock.
2: Go, Doctor.
3: What is it that you're most afraid of, Sarah? And don't lie, or I'll know. Quickly...
2: Um... People. People. Well, crowds, yes.
3: And why this irrational fear of crowds? I don't know. No, you do know. And you'll speak with perfect sincerity here, Sarah. Now tell me.
2: I sometimes have nightmares.
3: Of crowds?
2: Of standing in front of people.
3: Why? Why?
2: Quid pro quo, Doctor.
3: Chicken Napper's first name is Benjamin. Little Benny, I used to call him. Little Benny has grown quite the affection for podcasts, it seems, especially of the true crime variety. Now, why do you suppose that is?
2: Because he's a criminal.
3: Wrong. Though he is mentally unstable, to be sure. He was orphaned as a boy and has a speech impediment for which he was laughed at and ridiculed relentlessly. It's extraordinary what such opprobrium will do to a person's psyche, Their sense of self. Their well-being.
4: Nova! Josh! Nova, Josh! What's the matter, Josh?
5: Someone's in the basement.
4: Who? What are they doing?
5: Okay, it's a man. He's using a rope to lower a basket
1: down into the well.
4: Did you say a basket?
1: It puts the chicken in the basket.
4: Josh, what's going on?
1: Hold on, Nova. It puts the chicken in the basket. Uh, hey.
5: Hi there. I'm Josh. You must be the chicken napper, I presume. How are you doing? It puts the
1: chicken in the basket.
5: You happen to have a first name? Napper for short or something? <sighs>
1: Put the chicken in the basket!
5: Better do what he says, Josh. You know, I would love to do that, but I'm going to need you to do something for me first.
1: Chicken basket!
5: Absolutely. But before I do, I hear that you have quite the reputation for knowing a lot of words that describe those who are, you know, less mentally balanced than the rest of us. Josh. Still got to complete the mission,
1: right? What are you even talking about?
5: I'm talking about you being the man, the master of words that describe people that are, you know, not all there. Uh... Oh, you know many of those words, right? That describe people that are, um... There's a word for that starts with... C. Rhymes with... Lazy. Crazy?
0: Crazy. Already in archive. Yes!
5: Alright! If you could just give me a bunch more synonyms of that word, then I'll totally send the chicken up in the basket. No problemo. (laughs)
1: Uh... Let me get this straight. You're... Trapped at the bottom of a well, in my basement, and you want synonyms?
3: But I suspect Little Benny wasn't the only child who was made fun of years ago. Now was he, Sarah? Why do you fear being in front of crowds?
2: I don't know.
3: And I don't know if you'll ever find Little Benny, the chicken napper. I don't know if you'll ever see your friend again. Please... You were telling me of crowds, Sarah. Quid pro quo. Tick tock, tick
2: tock. I I have these awful dreams about crowds.
3: So you said. You're in them?
2: Yes. Well, no.
3: You're in front of them? Like on a stage? Yes. Stage fright, then. Why is it that you fear being on stage in front of an audience, Sarah? What caused you to become frightened?
2: Quid pro quo, Doctor.
3: Little Benny had an awful childhood. Because his parents died when he was little, he was never able to receive proper love from them. Eventually, he started stealing pets. Not chickens at first, but dogs, cats, snakes, turtles, birds. Why do you think he stole them, Sarah?
2: You tell me,
3: Doctor. First principles, Sarah. Simplicity. Read Marcus Aurelius. What is in his nature, this man you seek? What need does he serve by stealing other people's pets?
2: Anger. um, Social acceptance.
3: No. He covets. That is his nature. Do you know what that means, to covet? No. It means to yearn for something you do not have. Something you can see but cannot grasp. Something you see every day, but cannot have for yourself. What did you covet back then? Why did you dream of being on stage? What need did you serve by being up there, hmm? I... Tick-tock, Sarah. Tick-tock. Uh, uh,
0: let's see... Uh, the... Insane? Insane. Adjective. Showing a severely disordered state of mind or being affected with mental illness. Insane.
5: Yeah! Beautiful! That works! Keep them coming.
1: Okay, uh, 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 uh what about, uh, demented?
0: Demented. Adjective. Insane or affected with dementia or a loss of mental function. Demented.
5: Awesome. Awesome. Now we're cooking with gas. What else you got?
1: Oh, you come on. Just put the chicken
5: in the basket. Hey, buddy, we're on the same team here. You want the chicken, I want the words. So, let's just work with each other. And I think we've got a total win-win situation, you know? What else you got?
1: Uh, Can the words be a little bit more... uh...
0: Clinical, like, uh, psychosis? Psychosis. Now, a serious mental illness characterized by defective or lost contact with reality, often with hallucinations or delusions. Psychosis.
5: Yep, good one. That works. How about
1: a few more? Uh, well, uh, you can call someone a
0: maniac. Uh, I've been called that one for sure. Maniac. Now, a violently insane person. Maniac.
5: Sweet! You really are helpful, you know that? (laughs) Oh,
1: can I please just have the chicken?
5: Yeah, sure thing. Just a few more words and I'll send her on up. Why do you want this chicken so bad anyway? You know what? On second thought, I
2: really don't want to know.
3: covet, Sarah. What did you covet back then?
2: I wanted to sing.
3: She just wanted to sing. Why?
2: I guess I just wanted people to like me. So I tried out for the fifth grade
3: musical. Which one?
2: The Wizard of Oz.
3: Ah. You wanted to be Dorothy. Yes. Yes. But you weren't cast as Dorothy, were you?
2: No. I got sick during auditions, so they gave me a non-singing part. They made me apple tree number two.
3: But why the fear, Sarah? Did the crowd really hate you?
2: Your turn, Doctor.
3: Do you know what happens when children do not receive enough love from their parents? No. They seek it from other sources, they covet it. Now think. Little Benny worked at a pet store through his teens. Now, why do you suppose that is?
2: Um, so he could be close to pets? So he could steal them?
3: No. What did he see there? What did he covet?
2: Um... Love? From, uh, from, from the pets. He wanted to be around the pets because they would give him the love he needed.
3: No, but you're closer. It wasn't the love from the pets he wanted.
2: Uh, I don't know. He liked pet food.
3: When we don't receive parental love, we seek it from other sources. Now, where did Little Benny seek? Not the pet store. Where, Sarah?
2: Um, from... True crime podcasts?
3: Yes.
2: Okay, now this is really getting weird.
1: No, no, no. Uh, Cuckoo is partially metaphorical. It uh, it goes back to the 14th century, uh, probably from the call of the bird itself, you know, and then later, the clock.
5: Fascinating! So words come from objects, too! Oh,
1: yeah! Yeah, all the time! Look, look at, uh, unhinged. That comes literally from a door that comes off the free.
0: Unhinged. Adjective. Mentally unsettled, disordered, or destroyed. Unhinged.
1: There's also lunatic. Uh, that one comes from, uh, comes from the moon, actually. Luna? Moon? See, they
0: uh, never mind. It's, it's a long story. Lunatic. Now, a person with a severely irrational and disordered state of mind. Lunatic.
5: Oh, man! You certainly are a treasure trove of crazy word knowledge, Mr. Napper.
0: Crazy. Already in archive. I put the ticket in the basket!
5: Yep, yep, you are this close, buddy. Just four or five more words, and you've bought yourself a beautiful, flop chicken. All right, that's it.
1: That is it. You know what? I'm sick of you. Forget this stupid chicken. I'm gonna
5: Yeah, I may have pushed the chicken napper a little too hard. Any chance you can find me and get me out of here, like, soon?
4: Sarah? Josh needs our help. Hurry, get any information that can help find him.
2: I... I don't understand, Doctor. Why does this Benjamin listen to true crime podcasts?
3: No, it's your turn, Sarah. Why did the crowd so frighten you back then? And why does it still today...
2: Doctor, we don't have time for this now.
3: But we don't reckon time the same way, do we, Sarah? This is all the time you will ever have.
2: Later. Now please, listen to me. Uh, We've only got so much time. No.
3: I will listen now. Back in fifth grade, there was a musical. You were cast, but not a singing role. They made you a tree instead. Now what happened with the crowd?
2: And I just played my part.
3: You lie. Perfect sincerity, Sarah. That was the condition.
2: I'm sorry, I, I just don't have.
3: No, not just, Sarah. Something went wrong. What was it? I. What was it?
2: It. It was towards the end of Act One. Our scene with the trees in the apple orchard. I was at the side of the stage in my costume.
3: And? What happened then?
2: Um, Dorothy came on stage with the scarecrow. And it came time to say my
3: lines. And you said them? I.
2: I wanted to show everybody, you know, that I could sing.
3: And so you sang your lines? Yes. And what was the reaction from the audience? From the crowd? They... They did what? What did they do, Sarah? What did they do?
2: They... They started laughing at me. They were all laughing.
3: Oh, the laughter of the crowd. So what did you do then, Sarah?
2: I I was... I was so embarrassed that... I tried to run off stage, but... But my tree costume was really tight, and I couldn't move my legs, and... Oh, dear. And I I fell on my face in front of everybody! (laughs) And then they laughed even harder. Even the teachers and the cast were all laughing at me.
3: And you still wake up sometimes, don't you, Sam? Wake up in the dark to that awful laughter from the crowd. Yes. And you think that if you could just avoid that crowd forever, if you never got on stage again, then maybe, just maybe, that awful laughter might someday cease.
2: I don't know. I don't know. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Tell me where to find him, Doctor. Who? Who? This... Benjamin, the, the chicken napper. Oh,
3: well, he still lives down in Crystal City, Texas. 101 John F. Kennedy Drive. What? Just like that? Well, if you simply wanted his address, I could have told you that straight away.
2: Oh, come on!
5: I never thought I'd be so happy to see the headquarters building again. I'm just glad we got you out of there. So weird. This Benjamin guy goes through all that trouble just to make a suit of chicken feathers? Why didn't he just buy
2: one online? No, that misses the point. He didn't just want a chicken suit. He wanted a chicken suit made from the pets of true True crime crime podcast podcast hosts. hosts. Yeah, come on. That's so weird. Well, he would listen to hours and hours of those shows, and the hosts would always talk about how much they loved their pet chickens. Yeah, but still. And because of his mental state and his upbringing, I think he got jealous. I think in his mind, he thought that maybe if he made his chicken suit, he would basically become their pet chickens. And maybe they would love him, too. Man, that's so sad.
5: Crazy, but also sad.
2: Or you could even say (laughs) baddie. Or bonkers. Cuckoo! Wacko! (laughs) Josh? What? Um, I just wanted to say thank you. For what? You rescued me. For just being a good friend.
5: No problem. Now, can we change the subject before you start crying again? Oh, shut up! Because I'm all out of tissues and... Shut up, bird brain! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's go inside. Come on, Gregoria! Gregoria?
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Wordastic. If you like what you hear, please leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Join us in two weeks for the next episode. Wordtastic was written and directed by Steve Schneider. Starring in this episode were Tobin Cleary, Carly Gendel, Owen McEwen, and Steve Schneider. Additional voices by Austin Beach, Dexter Heron, Dane Leonardson, Tanya Milojevich, Jessica Rainville, Eva Schneider, and John L. Short. Editing and sound design by Austin Beach. Music and post production by Dane Leonardson. For more info about the show or a complete list of cast and crew, Visit us at www.wordtastic.org. If you produce audio dramas, it obviously isn't to become rich and famous. You love the medium and you want to share your passion for theater of the mind. The Mutual Audio Drama Network is looking for you.